Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. This time of year, during the High Holy Days, we tend to do a significant amount of reflection. What happened in the past year? Where did I miss the mark? What could I have done differently? And going forward, what do I want to do differently? I know for many of us, myself included, this is not the only time of year we think of these questions. This might be, however, the time of year that I remember to give myself a little grace, remember that it is okay to have room for improvement, and that I am not alone in that. See, growing up, I often sought perfection. If I got a 100 on a test, I was satisfied. If I got anything lower, it felt like there was something I should have done better. When being evaluated on my instrument, if I got a perfect rating, I was satisfied. Anything lower made me ruminate over what needed improvement. And I thought once I became an adult, it would be different. But then as a teacher, I also got evaluated. As teachers in Tennessee, you get rated in multiple categories on a scale of one to five, with three being the passing score. These categories covered the classroom environment, quality of questions, student interaction, anything that can happen during a lesson could be put into a number. Any category that was perfect made me feel like I was doing my job correctly. Anything lower than that coveted score of five made me feel like I was not a good enough teacher. And isn't that important? To reflect and to think about what we could do better. I think equally important, however, is to reflect on how we reflect. See, it was easy to look at my scoring sheet as a teacher and think, if only I asked this question the right way. Could have been perfect in this category. What this style of reflection fails to take into account is that the question still sparked meaningful discussion, and my students still left that class smiling. So why was I still so worried about the number on this scoring sheet? Whether we realize it or not, we find appreciation for imperfection around us every day. In Blackbird by the Beatles, there is a click throughout the song starting from the very beginning. We have come to know it and love it as a part of this song. That tap, however, was not a part of the original plan for the soundscape of the song. It is actually the sound of Paul McCartney's foot tapping on the floor. The time changes and rhythms of the song were so confusing that Paul tapped his foot to keep everything in time. Luxury fashion company Balenciaga sells multiple shoes they call worn out that look like they have been worn for years already. Similarly, it seems more likely than not that you will walk into a store and find at least one piece of clothing with an intentional rip or tear somewhere in it. The fashion is in the imperfection. Or as many of us experience, sometimes we start a recipe, we are in the middle of cooking and realize we are missing an ingredient, so we improvise. While it might not be the perfect version of that recipe, we often still end up liking it for what it became. Judaism is not about perfection either. When God chose Moses to go to Pharaoh and then lead the Jews out of Egypt, Moses' reaction wasn't a, go me, but a, who, me? 
In fact, Moses essentially tells God, hey, I think you got the wrong guy, and mentions that he is, quote, heavy of mouth and heavy of tongue. He worries that because he is not the best speaker, the people will not listen to him or heed his call. God's reaction? That his brother Aaron will speak to the people, but Moses will still be the leader. God saw that Moses' struggle to speak did not impede his ability to be the leader the people needed. In fact, modern Torah commentator Aviva Zornberg teaches that Moses' imperfection is actually what gives him the empathy needed to lead. So if an imperfect Moses is good enough to lead the Jews out of Egypt, and if we can celebrate all that happened alongside his story, we should also be able to acknowledge our own imperfection while also celebrating the good that coexists. We as humans are, naturally, imperfect. There are things we wish we could be better at. Maybe there are things we wish we did better. Maybe you wish you were better at cooking, that you could perfectly execute any recipe from start to finish. Maybe you wish your golf swing was a little better, and if you had just a little bit more time on the driving range, you could get there. Maybe we wish we were better at communicating. Maybe we wish we were better at anticipating deadlines. Maybe we wish we could sometimes be a little bit kinder to people around us. And often, our reflection stops there. We say, I wish I was better at this one thing, and these are the steps I think I have to do to get there. And yes, that is no doubt important. At the same time, I wonder if our desire for perfection across all categories leaves little room for acknowledging the beauty that lies in human imperfection. Dr. Whitney Gordon Mead says, you can't experience optimal well-being and unconditional love if you're always pursuing perfection. The notion of perfection is flawed. It's an illusion, a human construct that creates more pain and angst than joy. It's also exhausting and will distract you from being fully present. So if you truly want to be happy, try striving for excellence, not perfection. Something that I have worked on personally is anticipating deadlines. Whether it's as mundane as getting my clothes to the dry cleaner in time for a performance, or making sure I plan all the details with time to spare for the performance, I can have this frustrating tendency to put things off to the last minute. And my immediate reaction is always getting frustrated and thinking, I need this to change. So I worked at it, and I worked at it, and over time it did improve significantly. And sometimes, I still look back on some of those moments where I felt short, fell short, with disappointment. One time when I was in college, a professor assigned one of those large end-of-term essays that, of course, we knew about from the beginning of the semester. And before I knew it, the end of the semester rolled around and it was due the next day. I hadn't even started. I grabbed my coffee, sat myself down with my computer in the lobby of the music school, and I went at it. Sure enough, three more people were in the same boat and were there with me. Stress emanating from all of us. By about 5 a.m., even if we hadn't really known each other beforehand, we were all now friends. We took study breaks running down the halls of the school to stay awake. We would crack jokes, share food, and help each other when we were stuck on an idea. But all I could think about at the end was, I wish I did not procrastinate. I need to stop doing this. And that was true. I did need to get better at it. 
but stressing myself by saying, I need to never do this again. I need to be perfect at not procrastinating made the journey to improvement that much harder because it made each setback feel like a failure. And it left no room to appreciate the amazing memory that was created in the lobby that night. So your golf swing might not be perfect, and there will always be things that you can do to improve it. At the same time, have you ever stopped to appreciate all the memories you made, even with an imperfect swing? If perfection is the goal, then we are asking ourselves to no longer be human. Being human isn't just about individual actions, but also about what lies around the actions. If we are perfect at everything, all the time, then what is the point of making goals? That's not to say not to work to improve. Brene Brown says perfectionism is a 20-ton shield we lug around thinking it will protect us when in fact it's the thing that's really preventing us from taking flight. Strive to be better, strive to improve, and at the same time, always recognize that you are human. Humans make mistakes, we are imperfect. Our quest to improvement may not be solely linear. And if we only focus on what we need to do better, if we only focus on the imperfections, and we do not think about the good moments that can coexist with them, then we will only ever be reaching for perfection while not appreciating being human. To truly be the best we can be, we have to be willing to put down the weight of striving for perfection and instead work towards excellence. So as we reflect on the past year and think of what we want to do differently and what we want to improve in ourselves in the year ahead, remember to give yourself some grace because no cup is half full or half empty. Every cup is completely full with a combination of liquid and air. Wait, so when you feel yourself getting frustrated, <laughs> thank you. So when you feel yourself getting frustrated over a mistake you made or any kind of imperfection, try to remember that even mistakes and imperfections fill our cups. Take that deep breath, strive for better, and appreciate being human. Gemar Hatima Tova, may we all be inscribed for a good year, and Shabbat Shalom.